0: All right, yes. we are recording.
1: And we are back, and it is a rainy Friday. Did you ever watch um, Saturday Night Live with Jimmy Fallon when he would go, and we're back! Yeah, I love Jimmy
0: Fallon <laughs> and Justin Timberlake, oh, both of them. And they're are, like busties, right? They are
1: funny. That skit cracks me up, though. But yes, welcome to the Ask, Ask Yourself, Yourself Why, Why Not, not podcast. podcast. I am Love Robinson. And I'm Shay Pantino. Thank you for joining us this morning. Yes. So, Jayla, want to take us with a couple quotes of the day? I think you had
0: at least. Yes, a I found a really good one, and it kind of goes on with our theme today. When you cannot control what's happening, challenge yourself to control the way you respond to what's happening. That is where your power is. I like that.
1: Yeah. That's pretty much all we can do, right? Is control our response.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, I saw that last night and then someone made a reference and it was like, we cannot control what others think of us or portray about us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, cause How they everybody, to us. everybody yeah. has their own experiences. You have your own experiences, you know? So mm-hmm. I thought that was a good one. It um, is. Another one is I do not fix my problems. I fix my thinking. Then
1: my problems will fix themselves. I like that too. Yeah. That makes sense. Kind of the same line. I have a couple mantras of the day. Let me pull up my Google Docs here because I had a couple that I thought were good. And it kind of went with our last conversation too. But today, here's a really good mantra. I embrace the newness of the day, right? Every so, day's a new day. Yeah, if you were sad yesterday, today's a good day to not feel sad. It's a new day. And another mantra is I am in charge of my brain, not the other way around. Deepak Chopra. And that's, <laughs> that made me laugh because we had talked to Allison and she was like, wait, what? You're I know. Brain, I was like, your brain separate. is a separate entity. And she's like, who says that? Nobody says that. And I said, I say that. I mean, sure. It makes you breathe and stuff. But yeah. The thoughts that happen in there.
0: You can be at war with your own brain. Like, come on, your I mean, own thinking. I yeah. do that every you day. You can be at war with that. And that's where my, that's kind of where I was going with that. You know, not yeah. that I think our brain is our own person and saw it like a different person, but it's like. You can be at war with your thoughts if you don't, you know, just really just take time to really recognize why you're having those thoughts and, you know,
1: just shift out of it. Yep. I think it feels empowering to know that you can be in charge of your thoughts, you know, if you, that you have some choice over that and those thoughts directly impact your emotion, emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, so how's, how's things been going? A little catch up here before we dive into our topic of the day.
0: Um, I mean, every day's a new day. I start, this week, I've started, you know how they say, new Monday, new me? Mm-hmm. By the time I hit Wednesday, I'm like, okay, we're starting over. New Wednesday, new woman.
1: That's like, right. <laughs> I embrace the newness of today. The
0: newness. Yeah. I mean, I think we all just have moments where we fall off the wagon and we get back on. Um, I've been dragged
1: by my wagon. It Dragged or drug? I don't know. Sure. But I'm back on it. Well, that's good. My friend Sam made me laugh. She listened to our our podcast on imposter syndrome, and mm-hmm. she said, you know, we gave the example of um, women driving and how we're willing to ask for um, directions. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have, oftentimes, that fear of asking for help, like sometimes men would. And she brought me back to a memory, and we were laughing so hard. Um, back in college, this was circa 2000, okay? Mm-hmm. Two of our friends from college wanted to try out for American Idol. Okay. Mm-hmm. In New York city. So we drove, my friend, Sam and I drove our two friends, Morgan and Sarah from Bethany college in West Virginia to New York city. Now the plan was we weren't supposed to drop them off in the city. They were supposed to take the train from, I think we were, we were staying in Greenwich, Connecticut. Are you ready for this? At Tommy mm-hmm. Hilfiger's house? Because my friend, Sam's cousin mm-hmm. was his nanny. Oh, so it was like a really fun, interesting weekend but for whatever reason we ended up driving them straight into the city we dropped them off they packed bags they told us they were going to sleep on the street right they were ready trying mm-hmm. out for American Idol and then she and I we, we couldn't get out of the city we drove around looking for whatever bridge it was we were trying to find and she goes I remember you hanging out the window going we're from West Virginia <laughs> uh, can you tell us where whatever bridge is? We were so lost because, you know, we didn't have cell phones. You had to actually mm, print out your right. quest directions. Yeah. You had to print out my, my quest. man. Oh, my gosh. And then we got finally made it to Connecticut. Like, it took us forever. And they ended up calling us, our friends, that we had dropped off on the street because they gave them, like, a ticket and they could go home and then come back the next day to try out. And neither one of us would go get them. we were like, you're going to have to take the train in because... We're, we're not gonna be able to get out if we go back in. Paris yeah. Again. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Funny things that you do when you're in college for sure. No, yeah, that sounds like quite the adventure. Yeah, it was. Um, but today we're gonna be talking about thinking traps. Yes, thinking traps. So, what are thinking traps? You're probably thinking to yourself.
0: Well, let's go a little bit behind our minds. Like our minds are, you know, what allows us to predict, remember, organize, categorize, evaluate. I mean, our minds are just so awesome.
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, it's what separates us as humans from the rest of the animal world is our ability to critically think. My counselor gave me this handout, which I thought was really helpful. Um, because we all do these. I think we could almost do an episode on every one of these things. Every
0: traps. single one of them. Yeah. Like when I was thinking, you know, what? when you handed me this and I was looking into it, I'm like, well, poop, I do all these. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can just kind of go down through them and give an examples and then, you know, just what ones we think we are the worst at or <laughs> the ones yeah. that we struggle with. I shouldn't say the
1: worst at. So a thinking trap too, just for our, our definition is like Jayla said, our minds are pretty complex and intricate. amazing, intricate. But they can also lead us to a mental trap that does contribute to our stress, right? So yeah. it gets creative. We when disconnect. It's bored. Yeah, yeah. It gets created. If you're bored, it starts to make up, you know, uh, scenarios scenarios that can cause you deep stress. So here are some examples of thinking traps. Which ones do you think that you do the most? Oh of my these? gosh, I would say I'm an excellent. Uh, if only I had oh, done yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. So being in sales, right? Mm-hmm. So the, if only thinking trap is over-focusing on an imagined outcome as the solution to all of your problems. Like if only I could just get in front of this one client, then, you know, all my problems would all be solved. Or if only I could win that big top sales award, then I will be able to relax finally. Mm-hmm. But the, ch- the problem is, is it's never enough. So you get to that and you like convince yourself that that's the solution to your problems. But once you get there, it's not, it's not the solution.
0: Yeah. I think mine is more mine, mine reading and fortune telling. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of assume the outcome before I get there sometimes. And I'm getting a lot better at it to where I'm like, okay, I will get from A to B. I don't know how I'll get there, and I may have some bumps in the road. But um, assuming that you... Assuming you know what people are thinking and what will happen in the future. um, Just like example, uh, you know know your children's lives will be unhappy if they don't make this sports team. Or they're not... If they don't get in this school. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I think mine's more... If I don't get this deal, like, my client's going to be so upset with me. And, and you'll never work in real estate again. Never. <laughs> I think mine is. But a lot of that is, I think, to a point, it's a little bit healthy to, like, have that drive. To like, you know, to be positive, you know. But I think I struggle with that the most. Like, oh, if this doesn't
1: work out,
0: mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to be a failure.
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely do that one, too, where you're like, you, you already are... Anticipating an interaction, you know the ne- you already know the negative outcome. And and here's the thing is, what do we know from our minds too? You see sometimes what you want to see, right? Yeah. So you're like going into that conversation, you already kind of know what negative or you're you're projecting what negative outcome may come out of that, and then therefore sometimes you can set yourself up for even more stress. Oh yeah, I, I think the personalization. Is big too. My friend Brandy told me this one time and it's huge. She told me nobody thinks about you as much as you think about you. Mm-hmm. Right? So remember that I'm going to repeat it again. Nobody thinks about you as much as you think about you. I have in many times in sales and conversations. Think, think about, think back to when we were in college and we would have drinkers remorse, right? Mm-hmm. You would just drink in college and then wake up the next day and cringe. at some of the behavior, right? Or the conversations you got in. Thank God we didn't have phones Mm. back then. Well, anyways, that is overestimating your influence on negative events. Taking things personally. So that is me for for 100%. Um, They give an example, too, of when your partner is unhappy, you feel like it's your fault. All your fault. And you're, you're like, starting to, again, mind read on that partner from personalizing Mm -hmm. it, right? You're like, oh, God, well, they're they're down. What What did I do? Oh, I bet you I did this or whatever it is. And, and the reality situation probably had nothing to do with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, I can say one that I definitely uh, is not me. We can say that is it's not fair. Like I'm not one that ever say, you know, it's not fair that Sally got this and I didn't like, I I don't really think so much of that one, but I can see where that would be hard. If you automatically think like that, you know, I think
1: being in corporate in the corporate world, I see more people with, it's not fair because Mm -hmm. it's difficult to, or as a woman. Yeah. It's difficult to climb the corporate ladder. It's, it's all political. So it really sometimes isn't fair based on your qualifications or how well Mm, you've done. I can, I can definitely see it more for that. Sometimes it's all about, you know, who you know. So I can see how that would be demotivating in yeah. in that situation. How about catastrophizing? Sometimes I'm great at that. At oh, yeah. yeah, that's when you imagine if you get a bad review or your project isn't approved or um that you won't be able to handle it. And <laughs> I, I mean I do that. I'm
0: laughing because I do that too. Mm-hmm. Um I had a lot do for work today. I think I was telling you Shay mm-hmm. and I kept I kept saying like out loud and even in my thoughts like all week I knew I had all these CMAs they're like market analysis do for clients and I'm I was stressing over it and I kept thinking like you know I'm not going to get it done like I can't handle this like all this stuff well you know what I got them done yesterday yeah and then now I'm like why why did I put myself through that right
1: and I was stressing like hard about it you know I was yeah I do that with like managers, um, in the corporate world, you always imagine it not going well and that you're not going to be able to handle it when it does. And you know, it's just, it's just, you're predicting, projecting it it already. Emotional reasoning is another one, and that's when you base your interpretation solely on your emotional reactions. For example, I feel anxious, therefore something bad must be happening. Oh, yeah.
0: Something's coming.
1: Something's coming. I'm telling you.
0: Right. We're all, telling all you. or nothing. You see things black or white. It's either all
1: good or it's all bad. Mm. No gray. Um, I've worked for people like that. That's <laughs> hard. Yeah. That is a difficult... Oh, well,
0: I feel like if, if you... Um, Well, just like, for example, if you have a boss that constantly, just how they are in general, just telling you what you've done wrong Mm -hmm. and never telling you anything you've done right, even though you've done things right, what kind of work environment
1: is that? Yeah, it's a difficult one. The other thing, too, with that all or nothing thinking, I think you get into that when you attach yourself to a label so deeply. Like, Mm, I am a... Republican, or I am a Democrat, and therefore this is the only way that I can think, and I can't see anything on the other side. And therefore, when somebody's talking about something that you're not labeled with, you know, it causes you deep stress. Oh yeah, and anger.
0: Oh, this one is what I do. What thoughts are what they say they are? Treating thoughts like they're like facts. facts. Yeah, example. You think a friend is mad at you, and therefore assume it's true. Must be true. They oh, I do me. that. Oh. I like you. Never, you never actually think of the real reason. Like maybe they're just having a rough day, and that's why they haven't responded to your ten text messages. Like, <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I. I tend to sometimes think the worst sometimes. And then people will be like, well, no,
1: my, I lost my phone.
0: You know, you know, whatever.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. Like I think as women too, we, uh, we always just want to make sure that we're not in a fight. We're like, you know? cause girl fights can be silent. Is everything <laughs> okay? Are we good? Did I say something? You didn't <laughs> text me back. You still like me? Oh,
0: and I, I was just talking to my, um, I was just talking to my friend Nikki about this too. I was like, there are times where I think I know, I think I know about something and I'll, I'll say something. And then later on in that day, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I really didn't know what the hell I was talking about. I hope I didn't offend her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and then I obsess over it and I'm like, Oh my
1: gosh, I hope she didn't. I hope she isn't offended. Oh I my gosh, I, I can't not have her in my life. She probably thinks I'm a crazy. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I have done that. So 10 years later, I'm still thinking about it, you know? Well, in a sales job too, Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk, right? So you're talking and then sometimes you say things and you're like, did I overstep my bounds? Because I'm in medical sales. I'm not a doctor. They Mm -hmm. certainly know more than I do, but I'm just a liaison for my product. And sometimes I'll like make recommendations. And this one time I did start spiraling Mm -hmm. because... This lady had told me she was going to this one doctor and they weren't happy with his results, but you know, they were just questioning. So I said, well, what about this guy in Cleveland? I've heard like great things about him. And then I, then I contacted my friend. I was like, oh my God, what if she goes and tells that doctor that this drug rep said that he wasn't good? You know, like I just started going down this spiraling path. She
0: gave me a different recommendation than my, uh, my current doctor. Yeah. And here's the thing.
1: Nobody thinks about you as much as you think. I do that too. I do. (laughs) But yeah, good. So those are kind of the, the like gist when, when people the ask me house. why why I think a
0: house hasn't sold, like I'll be honest with them, but then later on I'm like, was it too
1: much? Was that too
0: much? Yeah. Like,
1: Did I just no. their baby ugly? I mean,
0: there's like legit reasons why house homes haven't sold. Like, what what are they? What are in the proximity? What are they in the proximity of? Like, what you yeah. know? What do they have any like updated kitchen bathroom? You know the stuff like that. But then there's other things that. I don't know. Maybe the, the the house right beside it is needs a lot of work. It needs tore down, you know. Yeah. But you, it's hard to say. Oh, the house right beside it's a dump.
1: Like you know, what yeah, I mean? your so. neighborhood's not great. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. and that school district. I mean, I wouldn't send my kids there. That Drugs. Is, yeah. <laughs> saw, saw a drug dealer. Uh, I don't
0: mean to laugh, but it's like. Blue
1: vans riding around the neighborhood. Going to snatch your kids. Yeah, so
0: there's like <laughs> times where I'm like, you know, how real and how honest. And then plus you have to follow rules, too. There's mm-hmm. certain things you can't say when you are a professional. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can't steer people to di- different neighborhoods and everything. So it's just kind of, but then we say things because you're
1: talking and you're asking in conversation and then what do you do? You like overestimate how bad the conversation was. So we can post a picture of these thinking traps. They're really good to be aware of that. They are actually traps. And then we're going to go through next, how you can get distance from your thoughts by noticing their impact. So a couple examples on this, I can do, um, I'm going to do the second one down. It is when, so a triggering event, right? So we're, we're in triggering events every moment of the Mm -hmm. day, right? So one one triggering event could be that, um, you know, you are taking your kids to the park, right? And then what thought showed up when you're taking your kids to the park instead of, you know, we're going to the park, we're going to play. It's gonna It's a great day. We say, I don't pay enough attention to my kids. I'm not being a very good parent lately. You know, I suck. I do this and then I don't even want to go to the park. I don't even want to go to the park. Like, and then when you're at the park, you beat yourself up. If you have to answer your phone yeah. or something like that. And you're always like, I'm working, whatever it is. <laughs> and then, or
0: you're chasing your one year old around and you're like, Oh, this is just the worst. This is not fun for me.
1: Right. So <laughs> we'll go with that. I don't pay attention enough to my kids. I'm not being a very good parent lately. So how did this thought impact your behavior? So instead of being present with your kids, you spent the whole time worrying that you weren't a good enough parent instead of engaging with your kids.
0: Thinking about all the
1: things you've done wrong
0: lately. Right.
1: Mm -hmm. So what did that cost you? You didn't really focus on playing with your kids. You were more in your head. And then if you had not let these thoughts impact your behavior, what might you have done differently? So I would have just noticed the judgments and focused on enjoying my kids and helping them have a good time. So you just notice that thought and think that's an interesting thought, but not obsess about it, not let it take you down that thinking trap.
0: Yeah. And then just capitalize on changing that thought and feeling good, like play with your kids.
1: And then after you could say, Hey, I'm not so bad. Yeah. You know? We'll take you through one more. It is, um, when, cause we can all relate to this. When my to do list has gotten really long. Mm. <laughs> What what person doesn't have an extremely long to-do list, right? This is life. Oh, yeah. So the thought that showed up is, I have too much to do. I need to rush to get it all done. That's me, queen of rushing. Mm-hmm. How do these thoughts impact your behavior? You worked late into the evening. Did this cost you anything? I was exhausted the next day. And then if you had not let that thought impact your behavior, what have you might do- have done differently? You might have said it was good to get things done, But I might have been able to get enough sleep and I had, I would have planned better for catching up. Mm -hmm. So not pushed yourself to the point of exhaustion.
0: You know what? With me, you, I think with to-do list, I think you really have to, um, look at what part of the day that you are just on it. That you, your, your, your knife is a sharp, is that, what's the saying? (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you know your knife is the sharp it can be and mine is in the morning a lot of people stay up at night to get things done me i know and i'm aware that my the best thing for me to be the most productive Mm -hmm. is to go to bed early and get up early because i am the most productive in the morning like i get the most done in the morning so that is something that i could help with those thoughts like jayla you have a lot of things to do Go to bed early and get up earlier.
1: You're going to get it done. Right. Or or knock off a couple things and just realize it's not the end of the world if the laundry doesn't get put away today. Oh, and
0: you know what? I sent you a, I sent Shay a a short snippet of a podcast I listened to. We came up and did Allison Hickey's class this morning. Mm -hmm. And this kind of ties into this too. Um, Focusing is about saying no. Okay. And I think that kind of plays into a lot of these you know, triggers too. Yes.
1: Just say no to that thought. No, Not today.
0: Not even to the thought, but say no to things that don't benefit you too. Like your to-do list. Like don't add things on your to-do list that are not, they don't need done today. Yeah. Um, and I struggle with this a lot, especially with work.
1: Um, right. You know, you feel the urgency. I feel like I have to squeeze everything in. Yeah. You know, I understand that too. Good point. I like that. And so when you're going to challenge the thinking trap, do you want to take us through a little bit of that? So most of the thinking traps are built on faulty reasoning, right? So therefore, it can be useful to challenge them. Remember that our perceptions have an enormous impact on our emotions. So perceptions can really mean the difference between viewing a situation as a challenge or as a threat. And when you view situations as a threat all the time, um, yeah, you you get in that oh. constant state of fight or flight, right? Oh, yeah. So here are the seven step process for challenging the thinking well, traps.
0: Identify this, the situation. What happened just before that you started to spiral? You know, you had that strong emotional reaction. Uh, what actually were your emotions? Anxiety, anger, guilt, sadness, shame?
1: Yeah. Um maybe, maybe a little Shame. bit of everything Shame.
0: all in a one big emotional tornado. Yeah. <laughs> um rate the strength of your emotion. Like what how on a 0 to 100 how are you rating yourself? Um, mm-hmm. Identify the thought. What is actually what is your thought exactly? Um, identifying the thinking trap, like which one are you thinking of? Are you the all or nothing thinking? Are you predicting your outcome? You know, mind, mind reading, personalizing, um, personalizing, uh, you know, it's not fair. Question your thought. Do I have enough information to support my conclusion? What's the evidence for and against this thought? Is it a habit? Like, do you constantly think this
1: way? Right. Um, that is something that I will notice. I'll constantly yeah. think a certain way. But, like, once you start to notice it, you can. Because here's the one thing I learned this week, too, that's helped me. Is thinking those thoughts and those thinking traps, that takes a lot of energy. Energy,
0: yeah. And, fo- which, and
1: focus on one thing. Which drains you. So, if you can notice it and actually put your energy towards something that makes you feel good... Mm -hmm. Your vibrations increase or something that just keeps your mind occupied. Yes.
0: I remember, um, I think a long time ago when we were on a podcast, I was telling you I was struggling with something and I did laundry. Mm -hmm. Laundry is so consuming to me. I hate laundry, but Mm -hmm. if ever I did laundry last night and you know, it felt good because I felt I did, I put away for like an hour. Yes, I am that far behind. But I did, I put laundry, I was putting laundry away for like an hour and after it, I felt relief. I was, I was happy, you know, Mm -hmm. some of my laundry was put away and then plus I, I was having some negative thoughts right before that and I was like, what can I do? It was like 6.30 and I was like, I need to do something or I'm going to start drinking my wine, you know? know. If you're Um, an organizational expert, hit us up. We'd love to have you on too. Oh yeah. Anyway. Generate alternate responses, um, you know, challenge the thought, consider other possibilities that you could have had, uh, show yourself different interpretations of a situation are really possible, possible. Mm -hmm. Like if you didn't think that way and you thought this
1: way, like what would you think your outcome would be? I like that. So there's a famous, um, motivational kind of mindfulness teacher named Byron Katie. And she says, when you have a thought, you go, Is it true? Do I know it to be true? And where would I be without that thought? It's the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. So if you don't know it to be true, 100%, it's not true. No. And where would you be without that thought? You'd be here in the moment and you'd be just fine.
0: Yeah. And then after you go through all these and, you know, you get more awareness of it, Mm -hmm. rate the strength of your emotion again on a scale of zero to 100. That's good. Notice if you have any changes and... Even if they're small changes, like, don't discount that. If you're going from a whirlwind tornado of emotions and you're spiraling and you you do, you catch yourself and you kind of ask yourself some of these questions, mm-hmm. how do you feel after? Like, do you feel some relief? Are you thinking, like, maybe I could react differently next time?
1: Right. Or I'm proud of myself for not letting this take me down a whole hour or two of negative thinking. I I caught the trap, right? Yeah. You broke free. They have a (laughs) worksheet, too, that we can attach, and it it does the same thing where you list, your, you write it out, because journaling helps, too. You write out your triggering situation, your emotional reaction, the thought that you had the thinking trap that it's associated with, you challenge the thought and the alternative thought, and then you rate your emotion again. So we can attach that
0: to, yeah. And then, you know, you can take it as far as writing your thought down on like an index card uh-huh. and carrying it with you and just look at it as this thought does not define me. Right. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. Yeah. And it's temporary.
1: I like right? it. Yeah. No, I think this is something that we're never taught. Like, when were you ever taught this? No. But wouldn't this be helpful to learn as a kid? Yeah. It's you know. But you know that you can, you can always change your thinking. You can always change. It may not be overnight, but like in once you become aware of your thoughts, you can always change. Yeah. Your thinking. You you can't control. Back to the
0: quote. You can't control what's happening. But you can challenge yourself to control the way you respond to what's happening. And yeah. that's where the power is within yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, I was going to tell you. So I did, um, to follow up too, I asked for a sign yesterday from my cardinal. And mm-hmm. I didn't see it until in the, in the evening. I was sitting outside and a freaking beautiful cardinal came and landed right on a chair in Uh-oh. front of me. I swear to the that's Lord. That's awesome. Yeah. So it, it was good um, on something I was working on. But... So I have some tips for some good news of the day. Like some things that will make us feel better. Mm -hmm. The counselor also suggested, you know how we always talk about doing gratitude, doing an appreciation journal. Um, Abraham Hicks actually calls it the rampage of appreciation. Have you read that part yet? Where you just literally write things that you appreciate about yourself. No, I am not there yet. But that sounds exciting. So if you're feeling sad about yourself, like literally write us, you know, through your subconscious for like a minute straight of things that you appreciate about yourself and Mm. that should raise your vibration. And then the other thing I got from that secret app, it says, make a list of some secret shifters to have up your sleeve by secret shifters. I mean, things that can change your feelings in a snap, right? So it may be a beautiful memory, future events, funny moments, nature, taking a walk, thinking of a person that you love your favorite song lovely day right just
0: throw your face in some sunshine
1: yeah just soak it yep that's a good one and then if you find yourself angry or frustrated or not feeling good you turn to those secret shifters Mm -hmm. on that list you can even keep it on your phone in your notes and then um that should help shift your vibration up and help you Mm -hmm. feel better and have more of um you know a better shift in your frequency and that only takes a minute or two Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any tips or good news of the day?
0: Um, I've been drinking my gallon of water every day this week. Jayla inspired me to do that as well. And I, I forgot how much, you know, when you don't consume a lot of water, okay, dehydration, basically, I was probably dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you start drinking a gallon of water. I forgot how like bloated and like swollen you feel at first Mm because your body has to adapt absorbing it yeah Yeah, so i feel like my eyeballs been like poking out
1: of my head but no i'm drink your water people i'm doing that too because we both have these huge gallon water bottles Mm they're goal oriented which i love so like it doesn't seem like a lot to get to the next goal and they say nice things on there like doing great feeling awesome remember your goal keep it up keep on chugging stuff like that so we can post a picture of that too yeah Um, But, yeah, so that is it. My friend Angela is going to come on soon to talk about um, eating with children. She's a Ph.D., super smart lady. Smarty pants. Um, But, yeah, and then my friend Ashley wanted to come on, too, to talk about um, just uh, postpartum stuff.
0: Okay. Well, remember, no one thinks
1: about you as much as you think about yourself. And remember our mantra of the day. I embrace the newness of this day anything is possible right
0: people people tend to write versions of you based on where they are in their own lives so right Right. you write your own version you write your own version Mm -hmm. don't let other people write your story i like that Mm -hmm. thank you so much
1: you can follow me at Shea pentino you can follow me at jayla robinson realtor and our podcast is at ask yourself why not underscore podcast right yes ma'am And we're going to post some things on there and, uh, please like subscribe and share our podcast and rate and rate it. That really helps us. And if you would like to see any topics or you think you'd like to be on the podcast, please reach out to us. We'd love that.
0: Okay. Have a great day. This is
1: the ask yourself TGIF. Yep. This is the ask Ask yourself. yourself. Why not podcast? podcast?